From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin' watching Netflix How much time's gone by We're talking TV From Suits to Supernatural Talking TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black True Detective Bombed at Second Crack The Walking Dead Arrow and the Flash Get into Geek, this is DC TV week number 28. We're farewelling another show for another season. We'll get to Flash a little bit later on. My name is Mitch. Joining me, as always, hasn't <laughs> missed one, Terry. Hello. I, I have missed one. Well, you did miss one. I mean, was... you were out of the country, though, in fairness. That's true. You know, but when Ben misses one and he's out of the country, he misses like eight. Yeah. And he still hasn't come <laughs> back. Like, he's not 10 and meters away here. from us right now, but... You know, I'm busy. I got work to do. Whatever, mate. So do we. We've all we got stuff time. to do. <laughs> we just don't. T- we tell people we're going to the bathroom and we sneak away for an hour and talk superheroes. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the uh, Flash finale, but we'll save that until uh, after uh, Supergirl, which of course aired first. We are here to talk about your favourite Terry, and I say that every week. It's an old tired joke. Let's just talk Supergirl. <laughs> Um, the fanatical episode uh, 19 of, uh, of season uh, three. You know, we got that weird tease last week where all of a sudden we were back in maybe the cultish sort of you know, underground lair of these weird people that were around a little while ago that didn't seem like they had much to offer beyond one episode. But it turns out, no, they're, 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 they're coming back and we spend another entire episode with uh, these cult fanatics of, uh, you know, what, what past Supergirl... Um, rescuees and um yep. and and now turn rain sort of worshippers because she's the real <laughs> coming so she's the true god yeah although in their defense you know i'd probably be more like team rain <laughs> <laughs> on every level you've well, got that, like there's the, like my, supergirl is second i love it absolutely. i love it even my first line i can't remember what even the first scene was, but I've written she's self-righteous <laughs> right from the beginning of this episode. It's like, yeah. come on. Yeah, well, I mean, we did have that ongoing uh, relationship or, you know, a fractured relationship with Lena. And uh, we saw at the end of last week, you know, Lena confiding somewhat in Kara, saying Supergirl's a bitch, I'll never trust her again. <laughs> and then throughout this whole episode, you know, it was, it, was, it was at risk at one stage that Kara was going to tell Lena that she was Supergirl because you had Jimmy accidentally revealing himself to, well, soon to be the world. Uh, oh, well, the when, world, when the, when, Yeah, when the, yeah, the mask got ripped off, yeah. you know, that was that was an accident. But yeah, um, uh, and in front of the girl that he, you know, was kind of protecting from the cult that, uh, you know, he and at the end he said, I felt a sense of freedom when I thought I was going to reveal it. I, and one day I will definitely do that. And But then he sort of said to her, well, if you don't want to do it, it's probably a good thing because you're looking after us all. But she obviously had to sit there and, and, and wonder whether or not it would be a good idea because yeah. she really wants to get back in with Lena, something you can definitely sympathize with. <laughs> so, Who wouldn't want to get back in with Lena? <laughs> I imagine it was in every one of those numerous scenes where she's uh, debating with Lena about you know the... Uh, the, the political decisions that they've been making about uh, about their working relationship. It doesn't seem like Lena's ever going to forgive her. I know we're only like two episodes into their fight, but she's got a pretty hard stance at the moment going... I wouldn't forgive her either. either. She's... Okay, so Supergirl's cracking the shits over a screen. Mm. Oh, you've developed another weapon that could hurt me. It's a screen. Yeah. How is this a weapon? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I sympathise with her in the sense that you could hide weapons or hide kryptonite behind stuff that she can't see because it's like even trying to use her x-ray vision through that thing hurts her. Like, it's a very powerful little device. Like, she's coming up with some shit that her brother Lex would love to get his hands on once he gets out of jail to mess with Superman. So I can see what she means, but at the same time, I think jumping to the natural conclusion like, hey, this is another one of those weapons I've been talking about. I can understand why Lena's just getting real pissy about it because it's like, no, man, I'm coming at this from... Until I do something wrong, 
consider me an ally. Don't mm. just immediately jump in that I'm some kind of villain in waiting. Yep. All that. That's a chance. All this, I, I, do you know what? I hope not, though. Because... No, I hope not as well. Because if like that's the, it is there waiting to happen. So if it does, it won't. It'll just be like a well, yeah. it's a cop out in a way. And they did that to her in Merlin as well, right. because her character was Morgana. Yeah. She ultimately became, you know, Morgana the evil witch, mm. and which is. Far from the truth. Yeah, right. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, we won't go down that <laughs> But yeah, they did the same thing. She started out good, but because her name was Morgana, we all knew, oh, they're mm. going to turn her evil. And it's the same thing here. She's a Luther, but she's nice. Is it different enough what they might do? Where, and it starts here where, you know, when Superman, not that we saw this backstory, but we know the history of Superman and Lex Luthor enough that Lex Luthor just hated Superman from the get-go. He's a bit of an evil guy. You know, he's a rich businessman, had ulterior motives. When Superman come and Supergirl, Superman is this all-encompassing good guy. Everyone loves him. He does no wrong. Absolute goody two-shoes. And Lex is like, well, you've got that power, but I don't trust you with that power. Therefore, I consider you to be... In his own world, Lex is the superhero. He's the the guy that's going to save the world. Whereas here, Lena is good. Supergirl is good. And because Supergirl doesn't trust her because of one or two little examples, is she going to drive Lena to be... Not so much become a villain, but is she going to make a villain out of her? And will that be different enough that you'll be okay with her being bad, even though she's a Luther, or just be under the same umbrella for you that, of course, she, you had to make her bad because she's a Luther. That one. Yeah. I definitely think it'll be under the same umbrella. Having said that, I like the idea of someone just beating the shit out of her every week. <laughs> Season four is just all that Supergirl losing yeah. every single fight, every episode. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I, you know, I come to think in this episode, I actually like when they do focus on Jimmy. I, I, I don't know the actor's name, but I've really liked him in this role and even as Guardian. Like when he became Guardian, I want to, what, midway through season two, maybe even earlier than that. It was a bit like, really, like everyone has to be a superhero. Yeah. You know, like she's already getting around with the likes of Monel and and then you've got um, uh, John Jones and, and even her sister is like, you know, Black Widow-esque. You know, every, everyone's a superhero, mm. you know, like Wynn would if he could. But he's the tech guy, you know, he's Felicity. So he's still on team superhero. Well, of course, Jimmy, he can't just be James Olsen, Jimmy Olsen, the photographer or, you know, even editor-in-waiting of, of Catco. No, he's got to be a superhero. And I get where they made it. Like, he spent all that time looking up to Superman and, and uh, now looking up to Supergirl and he wants to make a difference, blah, blah, blah. But... um. I still was a bit funny about it when it started, but now I think it was that scene where he got the mask shot off his face. He got away with the girl he just rescued, and she's like, oh my God, you're Guardian. He's walking away. Yeah, he's in his big like tank suit. Mm. And I'm like, you know, I actually, I, I could almost watch, like if they did a 16-episode run of Supergirl next season and an eight-episode run in the break of Guardian. Yeah. I'm like, I would probably happily watch that with with. With Jimmy, I th- I think I like again in that world he would be the Oliver Queen. He'd be the normal guy who doesn't have powers, but just going out there fighting the good fight. Yep. Like I I come to really like him. And again, I'm maybe I'm getting in your territory where I like a Supergirl <laughs> episode that doesn't focus on Supergirl. Not generally it's how I feel, so much better. But that's how I felt about this one. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a slippery slope. That's what I'm worried about. Do you know when this actually aired? Like how long ago it, and what mm. may have been happening over it? Because it was this roughly was a race episode. Oh, it, all of a sudden though, it became one. Like yeah. I, it, it for me, it came out of nowhere, and it was about so, early to mid May. I want to say that this aired. Yeah, so I don't know that anything significant was going on in the states, but they would have been writing it off the back of. You know, I mean, hell, the 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 um, Charleston thing just celebrated its more well, celebrated marked its first anniversary from you know the the big kkk rallies and oh, you know okay. good people on both sides bullshit that donald trump was sprouting so it might have been something that they just go hey we've got to include this next season and they've just sort of uh thought about it and then all of a sudden we get a jimmy episode but yeah all of a sudden it, it just became that blue. yeah yeah but that also gave me a reason to really love his performance in this because that one scene where he broke down that story about him being a seven-year-old with handcuffs. Yeah. And he started telling that like any other piece of dialogue and the camera stayed on him and then he was in tears, bawling his eyes out by the end of it. I'm like, oh man, this is some heavy shit. And he nailed it, I thought. I thought it was re- like for this sort of show, which we hammer for its <laughs> acting or its dialogue or, you know, just being 
cookie cutter and base level sort of stuff. Like that was a nice little moment of what they can do when they're really trying to put a bit of oomph into it. When they write good dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) And there's someone who can actually portray that. I'm not going to ask who else you might mean, but uh, yeah, sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did notice, though, he did do your most favourite thing in the whole TV world. What's this, Jimmy? Or... Yep, yeah, the smoke bomb. Oh, yeah. He just threw the smoke bomb and... But it cut to an ad break there. Like, you know, watching on Fox, there are no ad breaks, but uh, thank you very much. Break free on uh, Fox 8 and Foxtel. <laughs> um, sponsor the show, wonderful people. Um... Yeah, it just banged, but it was so violent when he did it. Like, it was throwing a smack, and it cuts to black. And for me, I'm like, is he just, is he leaving now himself? Like, because the girl was, like, a little bit further away. Yeah. Like, he couldn't just easily reach out and grab. Obviously, he did. And like you said, he did my favorite thing because it was in the middle of the day. But at least he was in a warehouse, and if it was the League of Assassins, I might have had more of a problem with it. But because there were some nufties that are sitting down there worshipping a bloke that was in jail a couple of months ago um, and, and rain, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with it. And I, I really liked it. <laughs> okay. I actually didn't think you would. <laughs> no, I did. I I didn't think twice about it, actually, until you brought it up. Now I'm, you know, speaking out loud my thoughts. Do yeah. I like it? Don't I like it? And yeah. I mean, when the comparison is the season five finale of Arrow when they were in the middle of this field yeah. during the day on the island. And then one of the members of the league, you know, I think it was even one of the Al Ghouls, the evil Al Ghoul sister, and she, <laughs> she threw it down in the middle of nowhere in the <laughs> and daytime just and just got away. I'd still, oh God, still one of my favourite bad moments of this entire <laughs> Arrowverse. Fantastic. So when that's your baseline comparison, hell yeah, there's a shit ton better. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> um, would you say Supergirl's a vigilante? That I mean, was something else that was brought up. Yeah. James called himself a vigilante and that, you know, with the vigilante thing, he would get thrown in jail or whatever. But how is Supergirl not a vigilante? Mm. Do you reckon it's got to do with the colour of your costume? Because what's Arrow? Arrow is a vigilante. What's yeah. Flash? He's a hero. People love him. Mm. Like, okay, he doesn't kill anyone. Yeah. But he's also got a very bright suit, you know? Like, yep. Supergirl, bright blue and red suit. Doesn't kill anyone, considered a hero. <laughs> Guardian, doesn't kill anyone, but wears a dark suit, dark colours like Arrow. Yep. Vigilante. So, maybe it, maybe it's humans that do it. Flash and Supergirl are both super-powered or meted or aliens or whatever. Arrow and Guardian, both humans. So, if you're a human superhero, you're a vigilante. But mm-hmm. if you're a powered person... Of any planet, you're a hero. You wow! You raise a bloody good. <laughs> Never thought about that. Batman's I a vigilante. Just blew everybody's minds. You know, like people are depending on which iteration, watch at which time in his career, Batman has been wanted by the police because he is just a human taking the law into his own hands. Yep. Yeah. So Batman versus Superman is like vigilante versus hero superhero. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. And that's where we're going to stop talking about Batman v Superman. If Maddie, if you're listening, don't don't get worked up. We know how angry you get. <laughs> Did you like the tire lock? Oh yeah. As he threw the yeah, and it just locked the car wheel. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that that I it's mean, very arrowish, isn't it? It was. Yeah, it was only a mini chase scene, but it was very cool. Yeah, because just that camera work was. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're shooting at him and he's got no, no problems whatsoever. But they come up with a gun in his face and like, yeah, pull it, man. That bullet's that's not going to hurt that helmet unless you fire, I don't know, at his eyes. And then it splits the helmet in half. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you got to work on that. You're going to have to get wind to fix, fix that up. That. But that little gadget thing was <laughs> cool. So, yeah, Rain played, well, no part in this episode. She's just in bed. You've got the uh, anti-X-ray um, screen up yep. that prevents her. At the end, she she wakes up. They're like, shit, we've got to go and find... That rock that made a world killer that will just, hey, why don't we just reverse what it does and we can reverse make a world killer? Yeah. I'm like, that sounds simple. With the chick from Medium, obviously she's back. She's back, yeah. Yeah. And uh, like she was a temporary little world killer, like prototype almost. And they're like, cool, we got that rock. Well, let's just, oh, hey, you know, wind's like, oh, hey, we just uh, scanned the heavens. And I'm like, just because you say it in a sarcastic manner doesn't mean that we don't have to kind of understand the idea that you've just went, oh, here's radioactive signal, and bang. Oh, there it is, five light years away. We've just found a 
just found that exact rock. I'm sure that rock exists somewhere in the galaxy or universe. That's fine. It has to exist somewhere. It's it's matter. It's 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 all got its different, you know, biological elemental makeup. It's out there somewhere, sure. But they've went, Oh, we just scanned space. Oh, yeah. there's five light years. Well, oh, can your car get us there? Yeah, 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 can. Okay. Oh, well, you and one, I'll go for a drive. <laughs> End of episode. It was dumb. <laughs> and look, and in, in, in its in its defense, I've always said about these sort of shows, if you explain a little bit, at least me as an audience member, I ask, well, what aren't you telling me then? If mm. you're telling me a little bit, if you go to explain a little bit, like if Wynn was to explain exactly what they did, I'd be like, well, how long have you had that technology? Why haven't you used it before? Did you just make it up for this particular thing? And how strong is it? And why haven't you been able to do it for different matters? Blah, blah. I start asking more questions. If you don't tell me anything, and it's like, uh, I guess I don't need to know. So they didn't tell us anything. So I should just like look past it. But I think because I I watched this entire episode until like the last two minutes and then I had to stop. And then when I went to rewatch it, I sort of rewound it again and heard that same piece of dialogue again. And it just really stuck out to me that they had nothing. They wanted to tell you something fantastic. And you're like, well, how'd you do that? And they're like, what's that? <laughs> well, how'd you do that? Yeah, rocks in space. Yeah, how'd you find that? We found it. Yeah, but how? Oh. Why are you still asking questions? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyway, they're off to go, you know, find the rock and um, cool. Monel and Supergirl going for a road trip. They're going to talk about feelings while in a Martian car, flying five light years into space to find a rock. Did it still look like the car as it flew off or did it morph into something Morphed else? as it pulled out of the driveway, out of the garage. Oh, that, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Right, because yeah. that would have been really bad if it was the calf just. <laughs> we would look like Harry like Potter when it was Greece. chasing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grease. That's still never made. I, I think because I watched Grease when I was such a young kid, and all of a sudden there's a flying car. And I'm like, hang on, I'm like, mum and dad, this movie that you told me to watch that was really cool. Why the fuck have they got a flying car? And they're like, ah, oh, it's come on, mate, get into the music. I'm like, TV show. I actually, I actually can't, and I keep forgetting that's even part of the film. But yeah, you're right, and that's what it would have looked. That would have been so. Imagine if they did that. I think you'd be pissed off. That they flew off, and she just turns back to the camera as and Supergirl, waves. and just does this awkward Olivia Newton-John wave. Uh, that would have been fun. Uh, so yeah, we're just down to Supergirl now. We got the last couple of episodes, and you know, Rain. We got the daughter who's getting real chummy with uh, with Alex. Is the prediction coming true, or is this is this the mother storyline? where she's getting to mother her for a couple of episodes. Mm. And then we fix Sam in a couple and it's just like, oh, well, you've not got that out of your system, but you've got like the do I really want kids or not? Was it worth breaking up with the love of my wife? Now she's going to realize, yes, I definitely do want kids and maybe go back and and hook up with Maggie again and they live happily ever after. I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm I'm beginning to question this, this episode now. Are they going to let Sam die because that's where I thought this was going to get to was that Sam was going to die it was going to be tragic and emotional and that Ruby was going to go off and live with I Alex, with Alex. Yep. I don't know I just I don't know anymore I don't know whether this show is is capable of doing that I'm... probably not mm. was this the episode where Alex kept asking Ruby what she wanted and <laughs> oh do you want a dog like do you want a pet like what she's just staying with her and she's gonna go out and buy her a f-ing dog. Like, <laughs> Look at my like calm down, Alex. She's like, Oh, what do you got? Do you want do you want an ice cream? No, do you wanna oh hey, you wanna go to the movies at new rom com? Oh yeah, no, 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 good. Do you want a pet? And I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> calm down, Maurice. Um <laughs> Oh man. That's where I'm like, okay, well you don't no, you don't deserve Ruby now. Like if that's your <laughs> yeah. natural next step to babysitting her, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I brought her a pet and stuff. Ice like, cream movie. Dog. Yeah. Look at her room that I've made up. I've tattooed her name on my foot. Whoa. Slow <laughs> down. And then she's dyeing her hair. Like, Sam's going to get her daughter back. She's not going to look like her daughter anymore. She's just changing it. Don't buy new yeah. clothes. Don't dye her hair Doesn't blue. Does she ask permission? Yeah. I mean, you know. You're a mother of a daughter. You know, you'd like leave your kid with someone else for a couple of days. You come back. It's like, oh, you let her do that, did you? Yeah. That's oh, interesting. You got her a dog. That's well. Great. Yeah. Hey. Oh, 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 no, I'd love a dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I have one. That's why I brought one myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do we do it? Yep, we do Finale it. Finale talk. Let's talk Flash. Flash. We are Flash. That was the name <laughs> of this episode. Oh, so really? I, I hear that we are Flash. It reminds me of the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, when they're, they're all going to die. They're all going to die. They know it. Groot surrounds them with himself and he does his 
when he, he says two other words that he's never said before. He goes, we are Groot. And you're like, oh, it's emotional and shit. Because they had to work together and they are Groot together, whatever that means in his language. Um, and they are all Flash. They had to work together. It was their emotional connections, as uh, as Marlies tells Clifford. 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 <laughs> I'm going to miss her in the show just for saying uh, Clifford. In Riverdale, there's a character named Clifford, yep. but no one, no one says his name, just no. the way she does. This beautiful sort of like South African meets British mix like yeah. Clifford. <laughs> Before we watched it, actually, I'm sitting there with Sarah, my wife, and I said, oh, yeah, there's, you know, one of the shows, you don't even bother even telling her that it was Flash, I don't think. I said, oh, you got the bad guy and his wife, and his name's Clifford, but, you know, she's, she's South African, and, you know, she says her name. And she says his name is Clifford. And I said, oh, yeah, we, we talk about it in the podcast. Oh, we love it. Oh, it's so great. And then I don't think she's ever said the word Clifford more than she did in this episode. And Sarah was watching it with me. I'm waiting for her to go, oh, is this the, is, yeah, this is her, is it? I'm like, what gave it away? The fact that she said Clifford 27 times <laughs> in the first 30 minutes of this show. But, uh, yeah, all of a sudden we get another, get another team member on, uh, on Team Flash. We do. And I felt like I'd missed a scene when she shows up and then all of a sudden we cut to the, you know, the title and then Cisco walks around going, oh, I love Inception as much as the next guy, but I don't want to send you into his brain. I'm like, what the frigging hell is he talking about? And then you have to realize as an audience member, oh, they've already formulated a plan. Now we're just going to find it out in exposition. And yeah, they, uh, they implanted Barry into... They, they went full Inception and then it turned into the Matrix Reloaded. Like it was just, <laughs> it was sci-fi all over the place. It was all happening. Um, yeah. What did, okay. What did you think is, you know, uh, we've been building up to this. We've all been worried about uh, the Flash, where it was going to get to. It had a, yeah. we only said in our last podcast, we were really worried about a lack of buildup for the finale last week. It was just a bit of nothing. Did this pay off for you? No. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, and I only say that while he's not here because I've seen Ben and he he said to me, having watched it before me, was, oh, you're going to be satisfied. But do you know what? I think I know why he what he means. You know what? Now I think I do too. Because you guys called who that chick was. Well, Ben called it, I think, first and yeah. you're like, yep. Yeah, oh, he called it, yeah, from the get-go. Yeah, yeah, whereas I said, no, 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 I reckon she's Joe and Iris's daughter. So I think that's where he's saying you'll be satisfied because you guys were right. Yeah. All along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Barry and Iris's kid. Wow. Growing up. Yep. And she's something up in the future. <laughs> Nora? Was the name Nora? Um, I think think so. Yeah. I didn't write it down. Nora West Allen, I'm going to imagine, because it's got to be West Allen. That's where, I think that's where Iris is sitting at. She's Iris yep. West Allen. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, she comes back. She reveals herself. I, in the moments before she said that, I did question whether she was going to say that she was actually the baby of Joe and Cecile. Joe and Cecile grown up because we'd only found out they were having a baby. We never knew what they had until the... Um, uh, until I think even after the, the, the birth, after the labor, I think it was the actual party that they had at the end and they had balloons, girl. baby girl. And I'm like, oh <clears throat> shit, here we go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm right. Now there yeah, was obviously a big sort of indicator when, you know, Iris said to Barry, oh, we're next, you know? He's like, what? Oh, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> and she's like, slow down and man up, mate. I'm talking eventually we're going to have a child. Literally no one else in this room here is in a relationship. My father is, but he's like 50-odd, you know, so Cecile. Like, they're probably not going back to the well. Naturally, by process of elimination, it's us. Stop freaking the hell out. That was probably a good indication that, okay, this chick knocks on the door and she's someone. It's probably going to be their daughter just to freak him out because they're like the same age. But just for a second, the fact that we had a baby girl, I'm like, are they going to drop that on us? It's like, oh, who are you? I thought she was going to look at the baby and go, that's me. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And so in a way, when she's, oh, I'm Nora, I'm your daughter from the future, I was like, oh. I like, it was a little bit anticlimactic for me because <laughs> I just thought that would have been a real punch of the gut. She goes, oh, that's me because that's just like a mind f- if. There's a baby, but I'm her grown up from the future. Now I've come back because something's broken and I need you. And it's just, but yeah, she's, uh, she's the daughter and she's already helped him. Like she's obviously been around for a while, but she, she helped him stop the satellite. Like, is that what she's stuffed up? Oh, she have not helped him and the enlightenment should have happened. Oh shit. 
that's where I kind of went with, with that. as soon as she said, I've made a mistake or whatever it was that she said, yeah. I was like, should the Enlightenment have well, by that stage, she the, shouldn't have stopped it? Yeah. The, I mean, they had already stopped the Enlightenment. By this stage, it was just going to be like an like extinction level event with that. They, they, he used his, I don't know how, cause he died, but <laughs> beforehand is like almost a, um, uh, as a fail safe had increased the mass of the satellite a thousand fold so that when it's reentry, it wasn't going to come down as a satellite that weighs a couple of ton. It was going to come down like, uh, you know, the moon essentially. I still then ask why when pieces of it fell to the ground in central city, they just sort of crashed and burned. I'm like, they should destroy buildings mm. and like create craters, you know, a kilometer wide. But like literally, you know, Cisco opened up a breach above someone as it went to hit them and he opened it up behind him and it landed like three, four meters behind him and crashed. And it's like his hair didn't even move from the impact. Like <laughs> I'm worried about why that one satellite was going to create all that damage. But I think by that stage, the for me anyway, that's why I took, maybe I am wrong, that the enlightenment as far as, reprogramming everyone's brains was going to be over, but it was just going to kill everyone on Earth. So technically it was going to work because everyone was going to be dead. We're all going to be starting from from scratch and no yeah. technology and all that. But I didn't even think, yeah, that anything we've already seen her do was going to be making a mistake. I just figured that's why she had come back. But if that's the case, why has she been here since their wedding in episode or week eight Yeah, and not said anything? But yeah. she could have went back to the wedding and then literally only been in the present every time we've seen her. And she's been jumping from each present to a different present as we see it as an audience member. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't actually consider that. Yeah. Were you taken back a little bit when we see him just like go fast and we've ever seen him run almost without going through flash time and go to punch the satellite and then it go into this weird reverse. Yeah. And then we see her with him. Because I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on? What's he changed? And then I realized, oh, it's almost like, oh, here's what he's going to do. But then we're going to show that if we just zoomed out a little bit, you would have seen her running the entire time with him. Like, what was, why? why? I thought it was like a, a time reset. Yeah. Like, he'd done that and she's turned up maybe, not after it happens, but he was about to, you know, punch it. It wasn't going to work. So she's reset time mm. and turned up at the same time moment yeah to to join him yeah yeah so that's what i thought it was i thought it was actually a, a, a time thing and i feel like that's what they've done before so that's what i thought so yeah maybe maybe yeah you're right and it's not just like a whole reveal because if it was a reveal for me it would have been actually a lot more impactful if we saw we initially saw in the first take flash running faster than he ever has before up a building back down like slingshot i don't know why that makes him faster but it does <laughs> um back up into the building and as we go slow-mo really really bad cgi into the satellite and we just see this other hand surrounded by a purple and yellow lightning punch the satellite and then we never see anything again we're like hang on was that that other was that her was that the chick and then barry again like he says at the end i actually got help i don't know where from another speedster because then it isn't as much of a mystery. You're like, why is she doing this? But the fact that we got to see this big build-up and it didn't have the impact that it should that he's just saved the planet. It did in the first take, but then we're like, well, we know he's going to do it. But mm. now we see that he's going to get help. So clearly he's going to do it. He's going to do it just as it, with half the effort. So well, they thought that if he did it by himself, he would die. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew that was like a worry, but I, I just sort of took that as like, a, oh, they're worried he could die. All yeah, the time. no, but, okay. they they actually thought that by him doing that on his own, yeah, he will die, and then obviously he was about to do it by himself, and that's when time sort of rewound a bit, yeah, and then yeah. she's turned up to help him out. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, so maybe, well, see, no, but if he had have died, she would never have been born. Yeah. Like, That's my, I, now I keep going back to that. What has she, what has she done? Like it's the easiest answer is she's done something in the future and she needs his help. And but just happened to help him in this moment. Yeah. But then she would have always had to have helped him. Mm, and maybe she uh, did. Like in every iteration of the, of that present moment, there has been a version of her been present and yeah. the time to help him out. So <laughs> um, <laughs> what about the whole, uh, in inception, you know, slash what became the matrix reloaded for you? Like, 
Was that just you weren't into it from the start? No, I kind of really. felt that about you, like watching. I'm like, I don't think Terry be into this, but knowing that Ben had loved it, I I was quite surprised that he liked it. But you're right. I think he only liked the reveal at the end. I don't know what he would have otherwise made. And hopefully, he can join us before the end of this podcast and give us a a, a brief wrap up. But um, yeah, I just you know like emailing his consciousness into. DeVoe's brain and I like the idea he had to go searching through and different markers and things and like Inception which I love Inception the film is and this was Inception with... Light Leo DiCaprio it is that yeah. one okay yeah. and the idea that because he is in Ralph's body Ralph's consciousness does exist there somewhere mm-hmm. and is constantly on the run from DeVoe but DeVoe also can't kill him like I don't know why he, he why I couldn't understand why he did leave him alive but i understood why he obviously couldn't leave because if he leaves through the vortex it's like here that's that's the metaphor essentially for taking control of his own uh, own body again but why else was he left alive because from what ralph said he'd encountered evil devoe many times he'd never seen a good devoe but i've i've seen bad floating chair devoe so why is he why is he still there why is he on the run and if he can stretch within that brain why is he ever in so much danger unless he's just sick of running after I mean who knows how time even flows in that in that landscape it could run you know 10 times slower or 50 times faster I don't know I just I was never sure of the rules of of that world yeah but it was kind of cool to see like them have to fight their way out for Ralph to then retake his own body I mean the fact they had to do it through a thousand agent smiths to get there <laughs> um with horrible like basic level video game CGI when like they were running and they cut to like this wide shot and you just saw like all of these DeVos running like the way their legs move it was just like plasticine like yeah. it just like if you can't do it don't do it you know don't if you're gonna you know it's not near enough it's good enough like I would feel in that situation 10 DeVos 10 good DeVos would have been far more dangerous than a thousand really fake looking DeVos mm. like numbers I don't give a shit about because most of them didn't touch him but yeah, we're inside his mind, Terry, so. <laughs> I, I did think it was interesting that they had gone to find Good DeVoe and they've gone to all these places where the Good DeVoe could possibly be. Yeah. They finally find him and he's already, he's dead. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Like, yeah, no, I thought they were going to. He's literally gonna... killed the good side of himself. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. No, I thought I thought for sure they were gonna like have a, even have a chance of saving him. Like they were gonna have to, like Barry was gonna have to save Ralph and Good Clifford, yeah. and that Good Clifford wouldn't make it. He would give himself up. He would sacrifice himself to let Ralph retake his body yeah. and defeat the evil version of himself. And then they would tell Marlise, and she would find some kind of solace in the idea that her husband did exist out there somewhere, and he made the sacrificial play, and he was a nice guy after all. But no, he was just evil. Some people are just inherently evil. Now, whether it was the dark matter energy that, you know, destroyed his brain five years ago that made him this kind of evil, or it was his own decisions and choices and he was that was him all along. Yeah. Doesn't matter. People are just <laughs> evil. And I yeah, I I actually really like that. That was a not a brave choice. Like it didn't overall impact the episode either way, but it's definitely the better of the two. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. It was cool. Now, I don't know if it was this episode or in the penultimate where we found out that Harry's condition is actually what the Enlightenment was. Was trying to accomplish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So everyone would end up like him. Mm. I thought that was interesting that yeah. we found out, okay, well, his condition, that's what everyone is going to be like. Mm. A total nufty. Yeah, <laughs> like going back to like, yeah, chimp level sort yeah, of like. Yeah not being able to think properly and not being able to speak, but, or maybe even have the capacity to think, but not be able to voice it. And yeah. Um, and then even come the end when they'd stop the enlightenment, I thought, are they going to do a real cop out and just let him be magically fixed because the enlightenment sort of didn't take effect, even though his condition had nothing to do with Clifford's plan. Um, like Clifford didn't make that happen to him. It was his own doing with the thinking cap, but no, no, he was still sick. I then did think they were going to cop out with Marlies at the end going, Oh, here, this should fix your friend. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's f***ing convenient. convenient. And then it did fix him. Like, oh, I'm it like, did, but it didn't. It didn't. Yeah, And I'm glad that it didn't because when it was going to, as far as we were led to believe, it was just, here, put this on and I'll switch this dial and for 10 seconds we'll switch it on. I'm like, he should like be in a bed and be under sort of like cords coming out of his body and shit and just making <laughs> like, 
reprogramming his brain for days. You could fade out, montage that bullshit. Hey, have him do that now. Come back next season. The very next episode and he'd be fixed. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. But then he was fixed. You're like, come on. But no, he, he wasn't. He still couldn't think. And I really liked the way that... Um, Carlos Ramirez, I believe is his name, but uh, Cisco played that. Like he just had this shocked look on his face the whole time and these really sad puppy dog eyes. Like, yeah, you're back, but you're not back. And that's mm. what we're here to do. And without you being you, I don't think I know you. And at the same time. Yeah, he was not okay with that. No. Meanwhile, Harry actually had made peace with the fact that, okay, I, I don't have my seven yeah. PhDs or whatever it was anymore. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So he had totally made peace, but yeah. Um, Cisco, just he couldn't let it go. It was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And the idea that the first thing he wanted to do was go and see his daughter. Because it's almost like, yeah, he's living in a, in a different dimension to his daughter at the moment, which is weird, but it's like he's a slave to his own intelligence. Like he mm. can't not fix a problem if he knows that he can. He can't just walk away from it. So that's what's kept him on our earth and also the fact that we need Tom Kavanagh in this show. Um, but now that he's got the balance, as he said, between emotion and intelligence, well, he can just go back and do what he wants. But... It's not like, oh, I'll come back and help out when I can. He's, he's like, gone. That version of Harrison now is done. So is he our third version? He was, he was our second, but... Well, no, we had the stick the, the drumstick guy. He was third. HR. He was third. He oh, came he after... Was, the, yeah, oh, this, this, is, yeah, this is Earth 2. Okay. Earth 2 came, then we got drumsticks, yep. and then we got this guy back. But we have had three incarnations yeah. of Harry. And then so we had the council, and they I, could bugger them. Like, we've had three. So are but we going to have a fourth? That's my question. I feel like Tom Cavan is done. Oh, I hope not. I hope not too. I don't think this show needs him. Like I think you could lose a number of other key cast members <laughs> in this show through no like hatred against them or anything. <laughs> but yeah, well, like as much as that would emotionally damage Barry, I think you need Joe. You need and maybe. Oh, we do don't you, need Cecile. <laughs> we don't need, yeah. No, and does what, she have powers anymore? Yeah. Are you telling me that her powers are linked to her pregnancy? You're not saying that. You're saying that? Why didn't you tell us this before? And, but that's how... <laughs> okay. The oh, Actually, no, sorry. I'm still thinking that her kid is the speedster, but it's not. So mm. that means their kid is still a matter of some description. Well, surely it's got to have, have to inherited or something. some powers. Yeah. We'll find, I mean, they'll find that out when the kid starts growing up and it's doing some real f-ing weird Damien Omen shit to them. But anyway. Um yeah, <laughs> we'll see that in season 13. Um, it was just the way that he left and he's like, I love you all. Thank you. And then in, when he left, it's like, okay, that's sad. You actually felt like it was Tom saying goodbye. Yeah. Especially when he come back, he's like, oh, we've got a hug. And he hugged it out and they hugged and they focused on him, the backs of the heads of all the other characters. And he's like, I love you guys. And just the music underneath, it was pretty subtle. I can't even remember how it sounded like it, but it was there. It's faint. And then it just cut to like the next scene or the next shot. And I'm thinking he might be done for the show because we've never had that much of a farewell to, because how did, um, hey, how did drumsticks die again? He was, that was the Savitar. Oh, the, the double. Iris. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So like that, that was, that felt like a goodbye to that character. And obviously cause it's death. And yeah. even though it's a comic book show, like that felt like a death. And even the Ibad Thrawn version in season one, that felt, was a death. Whereas this, it felt like an actor's goodbye to the show. Yeah. And while we're watching this behind, I've read you know little bits and pieces about what Arrow next year is going to be about, who the bad guy in Flash is for season five, and where the setting of Supergirl season four is. I don't think I've read anything about Tom Cavan. So that really, oh, really caught me off guard. So maybe it's not because I haven't I haven't accidentally come across that that information you might just have to go onto imdb <laughs> and to tom kavanagh's page and... where are you shooting <laughs> season five? Oh, thank god we can stop speculating yeah i don't know but yeah i hope he comes back well here we go i was about to wrap up the show but who's welcome back oh it's benjamin clayton what's doing oh hey buddy i just uh thought i'd pop on in is this my microphone it is Hello. now it seems so walking weird having saw... a third person all of a sudden it's been said. so long. <laughs> yeah. No, go. she didn't. Oh, <laughs> see the sass. You've left the sasses increased. Oh, fantastic. Well, we'll talk more about that later then. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so we've just been talking uh, Flash, and yeah. while you're here, and if you were able to, if you had a uh, minute or twenty, the finale, the mate. The last one. 
So you've seen it. Yeah, we we've have... seen it. We've discussed. We've we've just yeah. been speaking the speculation about uh, speculation. Speculation. <laughs> okay, go. You've got the floor, reports. mate. You've got the floor. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Uh, well, there's only really one. There's a lot of things that happened in that episode, but really only one makes you know makes the cut as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Final scene. Yep. And even as as I think you said, Mitch, that you thought that it could have been um, Cecile's. No, that was me. Oh yeah, yeah. And I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, damn, damn, I'm so close to being right, but now she's pregnant and they're having a daughter and now she's, they've had a daughter and now the daughter's there and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> and then right at the end, boom. <laughs> My mum lent me the jacket. Did you jump on the couch? Oh, I was full Tom Cruise. <laughs> I was. I had to pause it. And I, I paused it and I went, yes, yes. <laughs> Sarah's like, what's, what, what's going on? Like, I guessed that in week eight. <laughs> I think it was week eight. It was early on anyway. Which is like eight months ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I'm was, a bit happy yeah. with myself. Yeah. A little bit happy with myself. No, fair call. Because we have a lot of predictions and some of them could be right. They're, they're plausible. Mm. Others are just rubbish and just don't even pay off at all. Some of them come close, but there's always like just a little bit that's wrong. Yeah. This time. You were full right. <laughs> Nothing but net. <laughs> anyway, so what have you guys been talking about? Uh, well, actually, with well, the last thing we were just speaking about then, and uh, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts just um, without any of the information we were just talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is Tom Kavanagh, a.k.a. Harrison Wells, HR, that actor, mm. is he done with the show based on his goodbye in that scene? Was that Wells saying goodbye? Or was that, that, that the version. actor saying goodbye? Um, it could be him saying goodbye. Mm. I know I'm certainly thinking of saying goodbye at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been it's been a hard hard slog. You, you really <laughs> yeah. went away and like found yourself on your overseas trip because you come back. You're like, man, I think uh, look, I love all this podcasting stuff, and we can continue doing it about other shows. But I think I might be done yeah. with the superhero stuff because this year's been a bit rough in. A lot of patches, yeah, certainly for this show. And I've watched some good TV this year. Yeah. Really good TV. And yet we're talking about this. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, we, <laughs> we could be talking about Killing Eve or Altered Carbon or 911, like, you know, gritty, meaty stuff. Instead, <laughs> talking about bloody Supergirl. Oh, my God. Fluffing about the place. All right. Well, yeah, you're going to be joining me back next year. It's just Mitch and Mitch on the mic with Mitch talking about uh, DC TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it, uh, getting back onto Tom Kavanagh, I mean, it'd be easy for you to look. I mean, surely you would know. I mean, don't you I don't. I don't know. That's the thing. I just started to look as you're walking in, and I stopped in case you know I accidentally said something. Sorry. So I haven't. Spoiler. Yeah. So I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Well, we all thought he went the first time, but then. He he was back in various iterations of, of different you know versions of himself. Mm. It was certainly a good send off for having the the uh, what are they called the Council of Wells, mm. <laughs> both versions. Um, but yeah, so he went off and he wasn't smart, but he'd retained all of his general knowledge, mm. humanness. Yeah, yes. but he's not exceptional anymore. Yeah, yeah, it could all come back. They could open the first you know episode. And then he just bursts in and goes, oh, yeah, I can help you with that because blah, blah, blah. you're smart again. Oh, yeah, it just, it just came back. Yeah. Um, Turns you know, out so going back to my own earth just fixes yeah, everything. Renewed back. everything yeah. and, uh, and move on. Mm. Or it could be that he goes. Do you know what hasn't been resolved? This house is bitchin'. Yeah. That still has not been. Well, yeah. And almost the, the language. I know that they said that Harrison was speaking the exact same words and phrases that Barry was in episode one. Yeah. Well, he was writing on the... And he was writing on the... Yeah, none of that got resolved. No. Really? No. Like, and it looked like those... And was writing sim- in the diary the same sort of language as well? Yeah, um, well, when... In one episode? When uh, Harrison had his, like, mind fixed again, those symbols were coming up on the, like, visor of the of the thinking cap that he was wearing. But, yeah, other other than that, the language didn't mean anything, the symbols didn't really mean anything, and the this house is bitching said by about four different people... Across many Not the different daughter, episodes. Though. Yeah, no. they, they thought she was going to say yeah. that, but she, yeah. Said something mm. different, I can't remember now. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. It, 
again, it just comes down. I don't want to sound like Maddie, but I've sounded like Maddie the whole time you've been gone. So don't. Worry. We had such a good balance, us three. Oh, no. When before you were gone, we had such a nice mix of of equal parts positivity and negativity. Unless it came to Arrow and Supergirl, and Terry was mostly negative. Sure. <laughs> But, At least I was positive about Flash and Legends. Yeah. Particularly Legends. Except yeah. for the finale, which oh. we were all a bit funny on, but... Oh, I don't know. I didn't mind the finale. I thought... Because, but you okay, binged it, right? Yeah, so this is my thing, right? This is... I think if I am to watch this next year, I'm going to save it up and watch them all, the whole season in, you know, in one hit. Because I think, like the frog in the boiling water, you don't know you're getting boiled alive if you're in there the whole time, you know? But if you get thrown in week to week, you jump straight out because it's like, oh, it's boiling water. You haven't heard that? No. It makes sense. You can look that up. You can look that up if you like. (laughs) But I feel like watching it, uh, there I was in Rome watching Supergirl. (laughs) Eating pasta carbonara, which surprisingly doesn't have cream. I knew that. It's egg. It's egg. Yep. And cheese. Yeah. Who knew? I, well, the Italians. Hey, Terry. I did, man, but you know. Anyway. So it was delicious watching Supergirl and uh, I'm watching it and watching it. And, and in the end, I I was like, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. This is really good. This is really good. I went, wait, wait, wait. I haven't felt like this in so long. And then I finished that and went to Legends or the other way around or whichever. And I'm... And straight away, it hit me like, oh, oh, this is really shit. This is really <laughs> shit. But then I did exactly the same thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, this is so good, so good. Legends, legends. legends. And yeah, sure. What happened at the end? Something on a beach Bebo. or something. Yeah, see, Bebo, I loved that. I thought it was going to be Voltron because they were talking about Voltron Absolutely. earlier in the... I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be Voltron. Yeah. Be Voltron. And it or, was Bebo. I'm like, cool, that's cool. I can believe that. I thought it was going to be Stay Marshmallow Man from, uh, from Ghostbusters. Because that's sort of like, the, oh, you haven't thought of it. I can't help. I'm thinking of it. That's exactly how Stay Puffed got created by Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters 1. But no. Okay. So so if it wasn't Bebo or any of those characters, mm-hmm. they're, they're using magical stones. Let's call them infinity stones. To make a... <laughs> Don't do that, mate. To make a... Um, well, nothing Maddie, like that. Maddie's just fallen off his chair. <laughs> um, how dare you? Um, uh, to create... A being, mm. right? And that being is going to take on the the devil. What was that devil again? Mollus. Mollus. His name's Mollusk. It's or Mollus. Or Mollus. And then it was changed again. Yeah. It's actually Malice or something. Yeah. Or, Mollus. Or I think they're calling him Malice. Oh, who the fuck? Time yeah. Demon. Let's just yeah, call him. Yeah. That's what Wally called him in this episode so of Flash. You've got that going on. And they're generating this out of these magical Infinity Stone things. And... <laughs> What creature would you have been happy with? What would have been, you know, think about what you're saying. Voltron or Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I actually wasn't (laughs) expecting a creature because when they... um, Are we making a baby? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, you're not. What what a stupid thing to say. Oh, no, wait, you are making But then it looked like an alien. Yeah. But they didn't in the the old time. You know when, um, what's her name? Amara, not Amara. Amaya? Yeah, yeah, she's gone back and she's seen her relatives all standing around together, working together, and there was a big shining light in the air and it was that shining light that killed whatever they were fighting then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I expected, a big shining light thing that was yeah, going to... Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> but they didn't have the um, one of the stones, the death stone. They didn't have that one in that particular instance. That's why they couldn't... Uh, they could only imprison him, not kill him. Right. So they didn't have the final Infinity Stone. <laughs> um, which, again, I'm watching that, then I'm watching this, I'm like, these shows are so similar. <laughs> Matty Gibson. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I just guess for, for me, Bebo, is that the name of the thing? Yeah. yeah. It had already been in the show in ridiculous forms in the past, literally. Uh, sure, it's Bebo. Yeah. Wasn't it? I was, I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, sure pretty cool. And it was funny. Wasn't it funny? No. This giant, big, evil, boom, bang. And then it's just dust, blue dust everywhere, feathers or some shit. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was yeah, feathers and shit. And, it was uh, funny. It was Wasn't shit. It? But of course it's shit. The whole show is shit. It was, it was, it was just. How would you have had them, like, a, you would have had, like, a force, like a mm-hmm. laser beam or something yep. that they turned onto him and destroyed him? Yeah. 
I guess I don't cross the streams. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting. Stay puffed, marshmallow man. What do I? Come on. No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I don't. Know. Oh, well, hey. Well, you know, we were talking Flash, and now we're just spoken about Legends. This is why we got you for an extra minute. Arrow season finale, though. We spoke about that in our last podcast. What do you think of that one then? While we're talking finales. Well, um, <laughs> so I was completely over Arrow before yeah. going away, mm. and. Because it just dragged on. And I feel after watching things like The Defenders and Luke Cage and all of those Marvel ones, not because it's Marvel DC, no, nothing to do with that, but just because of the pace and the feel of the Netflix originals, yep. I think these shows really struggle with their 20-odd episodes yep. that they have to deal with. Because you've got things like, well, the obvious one is Oliver should have shot Diaz about 100 times. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> He's like the fastest arrow in the West or whatever. And yet... I'm going to run away because there are police four kilometers away. I can see their lights. I don't have a split second to shoot you with an arrow. Oh, shit. I mean, come on. Come on. No uh, arguments. Anyway. No arguments. And then at the end, he actually did stab him with the arrow. And he yeah. still got up like Jason Voorhees and just disappeared. Yeah. And he, and he disappeared out of the back of the taxi like a ninja. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, Where did that? Weird. And then they're asking about the longbows who are going to turn up, but mm. they just didn't turn up. Whoever whoever they are didn't show up. And sure, they could be in the next thing, but you know, you've made a big deal about these longbows in the season finale, or even the episode before that, and they don't show up. Oh no, whatever. <laughs> the problem is, really, all of that I can set aside. Okay, it's fine. We need it to go on for a few episodes, but the bit I couldn't get over is the, the teenage bickering between the two teams mm. for the entire season. And you said... Now, yes, I did say, when you got back and you had seen, uh, obviously, Legends, you'd punched through a fair bit of Flash, but you were leaving Arrow until, like, It's my favourite. Yeah, right? I like to have the dessert last. And you, <laughs> the one, I forget the last one you had seen, but it was, oh, it was the worst of the recent, like, six or seven episode run. Uh, it was at the start of that last six or seven episodes. It was by far the worst of the season, I want to say. And you were like, oh, I'm so done. And I'm like, no, no, that gets better. And you're like, there's no way it can get better. And what I was talking about and hinting at was something Terry and I really loved was the Diggle and Oliver argument in the bunker. That was by far the best scene in the last... It could have been the best scene in the entire Arrow show. Until they started start punching to each other up. Oh, did you like even the punch-up section of that? Uh, well, it's believable because you've got two dudes who are angry mm. and trained and they do that for a living. I mean, it, 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 it was escalating. I, I'm glad it, it, it didn't straight away, but certainly one, they both crossed a line and then that was just, that was just it. Yeah. But, um, I didn't mind that. It would have probably, I think, been more powerful if they didn't fight, but wow, that scene where they were just yelling at each that other was, was just... Awesome. So good. And I agree with everything Diggle said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, dude, slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> like so did you like when they, you know, Diggle then went to Arrow Team 2.0 and was like, yeah, okay, I've been with Oliver, but I don't agree with anything. Like, you don't, I don't agree with you guys either, but let's look, we're all got a mutual uh, objective here, stopping Diaz. Can we work together? We don't have to be mates. We don't have to hang out and go to the movies, but can we work together? Yeah, sure, we can share information. And then Oliver, the same thing when he's in court and he's talking to Renee. Renee, I don't blame you for dobbing me in. And, you know, oh, he doesn't hate Mr. Terrific and he's not angry at, uh, at Dina and all that sort of gear. So did you like how they, over the course of one episode, seemed to do what they should have done 10, 12 episodes ago and just sort of say, hey, look, yeah, we disagree, but look, can we work together? I did some things wrong and they're like, yeah, I did some things wrong too. Look, okay, look, let's shake hands and move on with it. Like f***ing grown-ups. I think... While you were saying, of course, to answer your question, of course, it was it was much better. I think that there was about five episodes, you know, because I think I had about eight to go, and uh, there was five in a row that were really bang, 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 and I'm like, yes, that it's finally, mm. it's back. I think it dipped a bit in probably the finale and the one before the finale. It yeah. dipped a little. It yeah. wasn't so good, but those ones before there were great. Listening to you talk just then, I realized, and I'm not suggesting that you should take this on, Mitch, because I know sometimes you, you take these jobs on, <laughs> but wouldn't it be good to get an, the entire season mm -hmm. into Final Cut and don't edit... You don't you dare set me a challenge. And edit <laughs> the fans' cut of the season. This mm. is how it should have gone, and just edit out all the fluff, all the bitchy whiny between the two teams, and have it maybe 
just you could cut out maybe mm. ten episodes Mate, in the middle. Caden James gone. would last three episodes in that supercut. Instead of thirteen, he would last three. Because yep. he had no. He and then Diaz would run seven. It'd be a Netflix ten episode series. Exactly, and it'd be so much snappier, so much better. They wouldn't be trying to just you know just uh, make things so drawn out. Because in the end, Caden James had no influence over the last episode. I think maybe there was a throwaway line of, oh, we've got control of this because oh, don't you remember half a season ago because we had Caden James and he was a tech mm. expert. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Yes, I do kind of, and that does now make sense, but that's all he did. I mean, yeah, he did other stuff, but oh mm. man. Waste of time. And I mean, Oliver and Diaz. Over Oliver, it. Oh, he should have, he should have had, there should have been no, the fight shouldn't have even been a thing for Oliver. Mm. No. Really, if you, if you, the journey we've gone on with Oliver over the last few years, I mean, he was Rachel Ghoul. Mm. And all of a sudden there's this street, street thug who, yeah, can fight, sure. But you're supposed to be going up against Oliver Queen who's indestructible. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. So he's in jail. He's in jail now. Oliver. Oliver, yeah. he's in jail. Yeah, and he's come out. Yeah. I mean, no go back he's from come that. out. <laughs> He's come out. Yeah. He's out of the arrow closet. He's yep. out of the arrow closet. <laughs> and which was funny how they pulled on the old costumes, speaking of closets, and they took the piss out of that a little bit, which is kind of okay, I mm. suppose. But so Anatoly's in the wind, though, I assume. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. Does he have diplomatic immunity like the rest of uh, I'm Team I'm not Arrow? sure, but I know. Like, well, he disappeared. He wasn't there. Yeah. He oh, just sort of right. Because Diaz. The shadows just well, Diaz knows that he. Um, Betrayed him. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm. I, don't I don't know. I may not find out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe we go on and we have a separate show. We actually talk. Uh, we've got an idea for a show. We're going to talk about a lot of other shows. And I can just fill you guys in. I can just let you guys know what's going on. Yeah. Maybe without spoilers. <laughs> just in case I want to watch it. <laughs> so you can give me a vibe on what's going on. Mitch, no what's happening in Arrow? It's okay this week. Thanks for your time, Mitch. <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe I could go into like I could put on a pair of headphones that play like you know classical music yeah. or something while you're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you guys just spoken about then? Where are you up to? Um. So the last Flash and episode was it nineteen? Nineteen of Supergirl. Of Supergirl. The one where they fight the cult. So now it's Supergirl yeah. all on her own. That's it yeah. for like the guys. next four weeks. I want to say. Episodes. Well, yeah. I finished up Supergirl last night. So had it all on. Uh, back catalogue all saved up for myself. Well, so what do you want to do? What do you, do you want to join us every week? Do you want to join us for another finale chat in I a couple of podcasts? I think we should watch the rest of the Supergirls and in just, one go. Just talk about the just, last four. Yep. Last four? Oh, this is unprecedented, Terry. Oh, yeah, you guys, <laughs> are, can, you guys are really going You actually thought there. that I was going to yell it. I'm like, yeah, that, that's probably a good idea. Um, well, it certainly was a good idea for me watching them. Because <laughs> you're in it, right? You're in the story. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, cool, I will see what happens next. I will see what happens next. And and you get Well, that's what we do with a lot of the other shows. We binge so many shows except these, just in case and you know, that was That was how I got into Supergirl. I think you guys were watching, one of you were definitely watching it from the start. I want to say maybe you picked it up, Terry. Ben, you sort of caught up a couple of episodes in. I had found out in episode 18 or 19 of Supergirl season one, there was going to be a crossover with The Flash. And I'm like, I'm in. (laughs) And I'd been recording this show anyway, but had never been that fussed about watching it and i sat there over a course of a week and a half and binged like nearly 20 episodes of a show and i also really enjoyed it and i came in i think i spoke definitely to you terry but youtube as well ben saying i really like it and you guys are like really but you had been watching it week to week yeah binged it it, 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 it hides a lot of sins binging yeah um, and i also feel like because the shows weren't so great this year that because we had to watch them to review them, I just I felt like it was a chore. It was chore. a chore. Yeah. And I took all the enjoyment out of it. Whereas yeah. I'm sitting there, you know, I might have been in uh, Mallorca, Spain, you know, I looked in the ocean. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> watching myself some, uh, some, some legends. And it was, it was great. I actually was looking forward to the next episode just to see what sort of buffoonery would come, come yeah. about. But it didn't matter to me. I wasn't watching it going, oh, I've got to watch this shit and then I've got to talk about it. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so, yeah. I, what, if, if it is for me next year, 
I can't do week to week. I can't. It's going to have to take on a different thing. For me, hey. you guys, you do then whatever how, you guys like. How would we work the crossovers if we were going to binge? Oh, we'd have to watch the crossovers and then do them. We'd have to maybe watch up until the crossover and then stop. Yeah. And then watch the crossover and then just keep going. Okay. Because there's only one, right? Usually. Usually. Yeah. Crossover, yeah. Well, they've already, they've at the time of us recording this, they've just dated the crossover for like, oh. you know, early to mid-December or whenever it usually is. It's a three-night event. And will Ruby Rose be? Perhaps, but bet that means nothing to Ben. doesn't know That's why true. Ruby Rose is even part of it no. or who she might be playing. Do you even know who Ruby Rose is? So Ben knows that who girl. she's playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sort of saw something on the news. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah Batwoman. Yeah. Batgirl. Yeah. Batwoman. What woman? Yeah. There's a Batwoman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah I'll do the flashbacks of the island when she was a girl. And <laughs> <laughs> of a cave or something. Like, there's, um, a, there's a lot of places. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was a second crossover, um, which was screwed up by me binging, going on binging. It's um, when, when the Flash... Last episode, I think. Was oh. it when they got Diggle and Diggle walked yeah, into Argus? Yeah. And it was, oh, welcome Diggle, da, 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 but it was really... Ka, ka, Clifford. DeVoe. Clifford DeVoe. Clifford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clifford. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I guess I can buy that Diggle would have something to do with uh, Argus because his wife works for Argus. Sure, sure, they'll kidnap you. <laughs> and he has access to that. Sure, he does. And I just kind of skipped over it. But then when I was watching Arrow and uh, he went and worked for Argus. Oh, well, you and I'm like, oh, wow. okay, right. Well, that now makes Flash episode make more sense because right. he wasn't working yep. for Oliver. He's working for Argus. So of course, he, yeah, right. Okay. See, that's why I can be a guinea pig next season. I can be like, well, if you're going to binge and you're going to binge more, do up to Flash episode seven and then pick up from Arrow episode four and ooh, I can I can do that for you, mate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And well, me here's too. Here's the next problem. Okay, sure. <laughs> here's the problem. Here's the problem. Do we then wait? Till halfway through the season, I can't do that. Well, see? <laughs> no, see, see, you guys can. That's fine. How do you binge if you're watching them week to week? Yeah. That's true. You can't yeah, do it. Have to but wait. I can do the week to week. You know, like there are other shows that we watch outside of these superhero shows that we do discuss on a daily basis or a weekly basis that you will happily wait until the mid-season break and then binge. Yeah. Whereas I watch them week to week, like Suits. Yeah, we sort of binge that. Yeah. And we wait for that. Although I haven't started, my IQ is like it's been sitting at like one percent free space <laughs> for months because of all these DC shows, other shows that have been recording football Maddie, games. Maddie just vomited and rolled his eyes all at once just then. <laughs> There's a lot of Marvel on there too, Maddie. I got I got Runaways, I got Shield, I got Gifted, I got Cloak and Dagger. It's all sitting there taking up space. Um, but Suits is there too. I, I think uh, yeah, I've got nearly half the season ready to watch. What? You know. There's a new season. Yeah, but it's got Catherine Heigl in it. Bloody spoilers. <laughs> How is that a spoiler? F well, obviously she's, she's playing the new it. version of Rachel and they've just, you know, completely oh, I never even thought of that. I never thought of that either. Thought of that. I thought she'd be a new character. Yeah, oh, completely well, yeah. new character. Oh. Maybe she's, she's the slurry older. that, um, you know, Mike ended up with in San Francisco. Is that where they went? Her and uh, Rachel, didn't they leave to go to San Francisco? They went to Canada, didn't they? What? No, they're... They went to San Francisco, I thought, was to it? start to oh, a startup for that company that the I guy was remember. on. It was so long ago. You know, Join us for all new suits talk right here on <laughs> <laughs> Get Into Geek. <laughs> anyway, I was supposed to come in for a minute. It's been half See, an hour. See, this is what happened, man. The team's back together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo! God, it feels good. It feels normal. Otherwise, Terry has to put up with my bullshit by herself. Yeah. And he has That's to not fair. To my Pauline Hanson voice. What's wrong? Oh, that is not fair in anyone, especially yourself. <laughs> Sounds horrible. What's wrong with your voice? I sound we like can't Pauline all sound Hansen. like you, mate. What today? Every day. Oh, yeah, and I'm nasally, I so it's fine. I've but I have cold. sinus issues, so uh, yeah. you know. I've, actually, I don't have a cold. I've had a cold, and it's yeah, it's this throat thing. So I go beautiful. away if there's a doctor listening. I really wanted you in your in your radio <laughs> voice. You're really like the doctor radio voice. Read out what you texted me the other day. When I sent you sent me an arrow emoji and then a tick, and that to me symbolizes I have seen the finale of Arrow. And yep. I said, "Nice, maybe you can join us for our debrief, maybe." And then you texted something back to me, and I was going to read it before, and I'm like, "I can't do it justice." Yeah, I don't think uh, it should be shared either. Oh, damn it, possibly. Tank. All right. What? What did it have swear words? Let's just say I may have said that I couldn't leave the house until a certain. <laughs> Aspect of my humanity had calmed down. <laughs> See, now it sounds way filthier. 
<laughs> what? What? <laughs> All right, that's week 28 of Get Into Geeks, DC TV. Week 28? Ben's back, man. I'm so happy. 28 episodes. No, each week is its own thing, man. Each podcast is a new week. If there's oh, one see, episode that's on. That's why it's so freaking confusing as well. Oh, that's oh. why I'm here. I do the numbers. Don't worry oh, about it. It's man. okay. I, I can do, do this for you. No. I can do it for you. <laughs> Ben's back. Terry's here. I'm here. Who will be back next year? You can find out. We've still got... Uh, is that what we're going to do? One more podcast talking about the last four all, episodes yep. of Supergirl. That's what I think we should do. And then, Ben, you might not want to get involved, but I actually do want to do it like... A, we, we, I still haven't seen the trailers for any of the shows that I've now finished for their next seasons. I'd like to Thank maybe you. watch them and see <laughs> whether we go, trailers. hey, is it, is it worth coming back next season? No, you're We mad. can talk about you're it. You're absolutely crazy if you're watching trailers. Why would you? Because <laughs> there's 22 episodes. How much can they possibly spoil? They've only filmed a couple of episodes. Well, if it's anything like the Insatiable trailer, because the trailer was so terrible, it actually gave the show a really, really bad... Yeah, I watched four eps of that. I it's... finished it. It's awesome. You finished it? How many finished eps it? are there? Uh, 13, I think. Oh, shit. It was so good. Is it stay about the same or does it get better or a bit oh, worse? Oh, it gets... It's good. Yeah, because based on all the, you know, what people were saying, I was expecting her to be outrageous. And yes... She kind of is, but I thought it was going to be like rated R, mm-hmm. just ridiculous. She reminds me and of my kind of husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Okay. Okay. We are definitely reviewing this one week to week and every week we're going to say, so which part of that reminded you of your husband, Terry? Just give us one example just as a teaser. Just how she walks around and she expects, she's like, oh, well, you know, all these bad things were done to me. It's my turn to shy. It's my turn to get revenge on these people. It's, it's all about me. And Is he at home plotting right now? Yes, he is. He really is. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast, Jace. <laughs> wow, mate. I love my husband. I really do. But oh my God. Does, <laughs> yeah. Do they, do I mean, is there something with the looks as well? Oh, he looks absolutely nothing like the main character. Because I'm trying to think if you can see something in her. No, it's it's more her her thoughts and her thought processes and and what she thinks. The of. world's out to get her. Yeah. Or him. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see your husband in a beauty pageant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you back next time. <laughs> hey Terry, we've got one more chance. Can we do it? Can you just, we take this opportunity? Four. You say it, and I'll say it. Ready? Clifford. 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 <laughs> That's yeah. how his wife says it, and I love Clifford. it. Now we'll never see her hear it again. Clifford. Get into geek.com. She reminds me and of I my husband. Wasn't.